This is a podcast from the Queen City Podcast Network. There's good all around us. Let's hear about it. Welcome to Do Good Charlotte on the Queen City Podcast Network. I'm Pamela Escobar. In each Do Good Charlotte podcast, you will find out who's helping, who could use a helping hand, and just how you can spread around your own good. This July, we're focusing on organizations that could use your help crossing an item off their shopping list. Share Charlotte has been hosting Shop for Good since 2015. It's an annual event that consolidates nonprofits' wish lists into one big marketplace. Then anyone can buy items off of those shopping lists and ship them directly to those organizations. Nonprofits typically receive more than $500 worth of items, and that can make a huge difference. So to hear about the impact that that can make, we're talking to one of the nonprofits that's participating in this year's Shop for Good, the Money Magnets Club. We're joined by Alexandra Arrington, the founder, and Shaniqua Wade, whose child participates in Money Magnets Club. So welcome to Do Good Charlotte. Thank you. Thank you. Good to be here. I'm so glad you guys are here. So let's talk about how'd you get this idea, Money Magnets Club. What is it? Yeah, so I want to just iterate here that I am a co-founder. I want to lift up my other co-founder, Teresa Kane, who is a super supporter and couldn't imagine being where we are without her support. She's a children's librarian at the West Boulevard branch of the Charlotte Mecklenburg Library. So my stake in the claim of Money Magnets Club is, you know, that adage, you know, be who you wanted when you were a kid. Um, And I have always had really big ideas and always wanted to do things my own way and pay my own way, make my own money. Um, And I've always had a strong entrepreneurial spirit, but no one really called it that when I was eight or 14. And so um, I had my first business functionally when I was a 14 year old as the neighborhood cosmetologist. So I used to do all my friends hair in school, my guidance counselor, my bus driver, my friends and family that went to church, you know, with us. And I used to make good money as a 14 year old doing, doing hair, but no one said, Hey, you're an entrepreneur. Um, And so having that experience at such a young age and kind of carrying that mindset and mentality throughout my, you know, teenage years, uh, young adult years and adult years now has really shaped in a fundamental way how I approach work. Um, And it's really helped me to create a lot of different pathways for myself that really encompass the most interest, the best good, my highest and best use. And I feel like I owe it to, you know, the folks who did their best to encourage me and to say, hey, I'm not sure what you're doing here, but hey, you know, how can I help? How can I support Um, the library system, the school system are all really integral institutions in me growing up and really feeling like I can do what I wanted wanted to do even if I didn't necessarily have a name or a pathway or you know know about the Secretary of State right at at 14 Um, and so that's fundamentally where Money Magnets Club came from and you know in order to have a business you got to know about money and financial literacy is one of those things that's extremely lacking for some reason in our school system and in our learning in general I think the first actual class that I dealt with in that vein was like an accounting class because I was a business major for like two minutes in college and then I changed (laughs) (laughs) I changed majors that was the first time that I ever encountered it and all of that stuff is so important to how you actually live life and so I said hey why not start with young kids my own you know is functionally 
where it got started as an idea. And then I said, what if other kids don't have, you know, parents who are able or willing or have the time to teach them these things? You know, maybe there's something there. And and that's that's where we've grown from. So how did you find out about Money Magnets Club and put your daughter into it? I want to say Alexandra reached out to me via Instagram. Um, my 11-year-old at the time had a clothing boutique. Um, and so she she's pretty busy. Uh, she does a lot, actually. But she had a clothing boutique. And Alexandra connected with me via Instagram um, and told me about Money Madness. Um, and she spoke at an event that Money Madness had. Because that was the first time that we, right? She spoke at an event that Money Madness had. Right, did. And from then on, I mean, this was four years ago. So and ever since then, I mean, Ryan loves it. I love it. I'm a huge proponent of it, and and the program and everything that they're doing. So Ryan didn't need the club to have the idea. She was already doing it. Uh, what do you think that she's gained by being a part of the club? Being a part of the club, it has enhanced what she was already doing. Um, she's gained knowledge. She's gained friendships. Um, one of the things that she did that to me just blew my mind, even as an adult, um, is um, two summers ago, um, she participated in a business plan series that Money Magnets held. And so she was able to create a business plan from inception and, and to the finished product. Um, and her hers was a uh, bucket head idea. So she created it. She made her business plan. Um, and so Alexandra participated in a pitch competition a few months ago. And one of the things that she incorporated was Ryan's business plan. And so Ryan was able to create her bucket hat and have it on display at the pitch competition. And Ryan and Alexandra spoke about it, you know, briefly in her pitch competition. And so Ryan was there. She was able to see this firsthand. Her being an 11-year-old child, you have adults who've never seen this thing, this type of thing in person. I had never been to a pitch competition. I was inspired. Um, and so um, she was able, even afterwards, because people, Alexandra had mentioned her bucket hat she had she actually wore a bucket hat to the event people stopped her and spoke to her after the event oh you're the person that she spoke about and just kind of said wow congratulations on your future endeavors kind of pouring into her and so she was able to see firsthand um, her business plan the finished product of it and what it could potentially be for her if that's something she choose to stay the course with that's that's really cool. So yeah. I mean, so yeah, to have an idea to sell things is mm -hmm. one thing, but then to create a business plan where you could possibly get investors to to pour into it. I just that's that's really cool. So um do all the kids make a business plan? How do you find your kids? Like how do how do how do people get involved? Yeah, how's the sausage made? So um really I think it's it's <laughs> I think it's important to say that we started out with just a workshop and that was where, you know, the start all, uh, the end all be all in my mind. I was like, well, just have concepts and vocabulary and practices uh, that I think are important and that, you know, um, help to illuminate concepts like networking or team building or, um, you know, professional etiquette, you know, looking each other in the eye, shaking hands, things of that nature. I mean, it just really took on a whole different vibe and trajectory as people were saying, hey, I think you're really on to something here. You know, have you thought about this or what about that? And again, how can I support? Um, so essentially kind of what our core offering is, is a six module series where we cover things like 
who you are as a person. We call it the business of you or the business of being you, right? What does it mean to have a particular type of personality or what are your interests or what is your environment? What have your experiences been up to five, up to six, up to seven, <laughs> up to eight? And to hear kids talk, you know, you we have a saying that kids are superior humans. And I really believe that because, again, at, I, I don't know about you, but I grew up in a home where, you know, you were to be seen and not heard, you know, kind of those kinds of generations. So if you ask a five-year-old, like, what do you like? You know, how would you describe your personality? They have so much excitement that someone has even asked them a question like that, right? Um, and so they're just, they're baby geniuses. And I just love to create environments where they can feel strong, where they can feel heard, where they can feel supported. And so that's really important. So that's a whole module focusing on you. How do you use what things that you like or what problems you see to maybe formulate that into an approach to solve a problem in your you know home in your community in your neighborhood etc so then we move to ideation right what does it mean to actually have a business ideal how many different things do you need to consider right to make that a viable useful idea right how do you get help for that idea what research do you need to do right then we move into the learning about money right so we do budgeting we learn about profit and loss. We learn about revenue and we are really um, keen on having developmentally appropriate approaches to this work. So, you know, we may talk about the stock market, right, in a very basic way, right? Because again, at six years old, you're not trading on the stock market. Your probably concept of money is very, you know, money in general is a weird concept. But, um, you know, we are priding ourselves on the fact that this is not going to be the last time they hear about it, but we're excited that sometimes, you know, them having a description of it for the first time, right, is at a young age. So the next time they encounter it, they can go, oh, I heard about that at Money Magnus Club, right, and have a fundamental, um, a basic understanding. So then we move into, from budgeting, we then move into business planning, right? And then we move into how do you talk about your business? How do you market your business, right? And then that moves into, they do a soft pitch competition. That's what we call it because we want to create environments where kids are not scared or intimidated by doing things like sharing their ideas. We yeah. want to help to help them to be encouraged to do that. And so we move all throughout those. So by the end, they have a chance to actually pitch their business idea um, for a $25 investment. Um, and if they complete those uh, components, they have to attend at least three programs. They do their budget, do their business plan, do their pitch, and they can get the investment. They get $25. That's mm -hmm. awesome. I will say that my daughter, uh, my youngest, is, is very much an entrepreneur, and she has done a car washing business this summer. Um, but I think what's interesting, she has no concept of budgeting. And she also doesn't understand that, um, you know, the investment, the overhead that mom and dad are paying for the water and the soap and the like, so she, she was going <laughs> to charge me. And I was like, hey, kid, um, I paid for all of that. All right. And she was like, oh, I'm not worried about that. I was like, that's not how business works. So I think I think it's awesome that they are understanding. And then I just had a conversation with my 15-year-old. She's taking a class right now and uh, learning about design. And they had to set budgets for the rooms. And she she set a $10,000 budget. She had kids in her class that set a $2 million budget. They just have, it's like they literally picked a number from the air. And so it's, I, I, you know, grounding it in reality, mm -hmm. understanding. And, and like you said, age appropriate, I think, is, is, is really important. But I love this idea that... Um, 
these kids, as young as five and six, have these ideas, and, and I can, I mean, I've seen it in my own children, uh, but then you're, you're um, helping them shape it, mold it, make it feel possible, and making it a reality, and then your daughter's standing there and saying, I can do this, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. So her bucket hats, um, what it, what's her goal with her bucket hats? Right now, we're, we're on pause with everything. She's trying to figure out what she wants to do uh, because she's so creative yeah. <laughs> that is, she just has so many ideas. Um, so she still has her website for her business. Uh, we put it on pause, but because, you know, if she wants to start marketing her bucket hats on there, she can do that. And now that she's at the age where she can run, actually run her website herself, because at that time I was running the website. But now if you were to have spoken to her, she could tell you everything about her business at that age. She just was not able to run an actual website. Um, so that's kind of where we're at with it. Just try, She's just throwing things on the wall, and if it sticks, we'll run with it. Um, my husband, I always tell her, we'll support her in anything that she wants to do. Yeah. Um, and so that's that's kind of where we're at. She's just deciding, you know, going through this phase, this tween phase, and mm-hmm. they wear to that it out. with a badge of honor. Absolutely. I, I, no, I'm a tween. Yes. Like, okay. All right. Eleven year old. Yes. Um, but they're also starting middle school. Yes. And so they're not just business women. They also have, you know, students, and they're students first. They're um, academics. Absolutely. How do you find these brilliant children? Your baby yeah. geniuses or your child geniuses. Yes. Remind me to come back. I do want to shout out Ryan because she is a triple threat. She does it all and she maintains amazing grades in school. And one of the things I just wanted to share is that our goal with the program is that if kids want to become entrepreneurs, that's great. If they go through life and they say, you know what, this is actually not for me, that's also great too. We yeah. really want them to learn things. We want them to be exposed to things that they may not have been exposed to before but we really want them to have confidence in the fact that they have choices that they can make right and that they can find the support for the choices that they make so we really see this kind of as a pathway creator um and so i you know ryan writes poetry now too she came through one of our poetry workshops and wrote poetry for the first time and was profound so shout out to ryan um we tend to find our kids in a couple different ways right um, initially, it was kind of a, you know, all call, you know, social media was our primary marketing tool at the time. And so we actually, I mean, we had kids that would call into our Zoom calls from California. So it was it was kind of crazy, but also kind of cool. Um, we got feedback. We are really kind of neighborhood and place based. So uh, I mentioned earlier that the West Boulevard uh, branch of the Charlotte Mecklenburg Library is kind of our home base. Um that is where we started. That's where we launched. And they're a strong partner of ours. And so it really is our goal to serve the community in and around um, the west part of Charlotte. So we're in Freedom Drive, Wilkinson uh, Boulevard, um, and the West Boulevard Corridors. And we're open to everyone. So, you know, if you come from near and far, we're happy to have you. But our primary area of service is in those areas and those corridors. And so uh, we you know, go around Arbor Glen neighborhoods and let people know we're having programs, right? We go uh, to the different school systems uh, that are there. I call them the anchor institutions because we're not functionally in schools. One of the things that we got feedback from our community uh, um, 
of service was that, hey, we don't want to have to choose between all the great things that are happening, right? We love Money Magnets, but we, we also love swim group that meets at the Stratford Richardson YMCA. And we love to go, you know, the first tee up at uh, the Sifford Golf Course. And they said, can you just come to where we are, right? Yeah. So how do you embed into an after-school program or to a summer camp? And that has really been a fundamental shift in our service model, which has been actually great. So if there's a gap in, you know, an after-school program that's being offered at school, we say, hey, yes, sign us up. We can do our, our six-program series. And it's portable enough to where we can do one, you know, day a week. We can do every other week. We can do one day a month. You know, we fit into where the gaps are and the needs are for our partners. So, Awesome. Well, it was started in 2019. Right mm-hmm. now, you serve 100 kids each year. And then after the break, we can find out how people listening can help and support you guys. Where do you turn to stay in touch with the city around you? Broadcast news isn't what it used to be. And commercial radio doesn't scratch that itch. If only there was one place you could get it all. When you want, wherever you want, on your schedule. There is the Queen City Podcast Network. Listen to your city on your schedule at queencitypodcastnetwork.com and everywhere you get your podcasts. Before the break, we were talking about how people can help, but but let me go back to the kids and the neighborhood that you're, you're targeting. So you're looking at West Charlotte. What's the hope that these kids take this home, that they, they, they teach mom and dad or big brother, big sister, what they're learning. I mean, you're starting with really young kids. So how does that help? Yeah, um, we are targeting the areas that we're targeting specifically because of historic underinvestment economically in those areas. And we really feel, and I've personally experienced how entrepreneurship can really open up doors that may not traditionally be available for any number of reasons. Um, And uh, with the kids, you know, they they haven't experienced, you know, barriers. They haven't experienced, you know, difficulty to the level that they may feel jaded about, you know, the environments or their hopes or the aspirations. And so it's really our goal um, in working with these younger kids in this specific area that there will be a two-generational kind of transfer. So as they learn, they can go excitedly back home to talk about what they're learning. Um, and, you know, the parents may have that baseline of knowledge and they may not but in any case if they hear their kids talking about it you know they're engaging their kids in the conversation that's productive and we really are focusing on trying to build healthy habits um, to create generational wealth Um, and so it's really our goal to raise funds and raise awareness so we can start to help them uh, get assets Mm -hmm. right and to improve incomes and to have uh, just better overall life outcomes based on what they want for themselves, not what we are telling them that they should have. So, Right, and then they see that what their kids want, and, and, and you see the potential in a child, and then that can give you also hope for yourself as well. Absolutely. That's awesome. So Money Magnets Club, you're part of this shopping list. Mm-hmm. What are you hoping people will buy for you guys, and, and, and what will we see if we go on Share Charlotte's site? 
Yeah. So um, one of the things, and, and you can't see my face, but I am absolutely cheesing and I always am because I haven't said it before. Maybe, maybe, maybe I have. That I love working with kids um, <laughs> and they just remind me of all the exciting things in life. Um, the whimsy, right? The fun, the yeah. play, right? They have the ability to stay in that mindset because they don't have any responsibilities yet. Yeah. Um, but we really lean into that. And so a lot of things on our wish list are things to help them to stay in their creative space. So, you know, you might see sparkly gel pins as they draw out their business idea because we ask them, what does it look like? right to you when your business idea comes to fruition and we have them draw actual visuals so you might see color construction paper on there and they might actually create uh you know different forms to demonstrate if they don't draw so we give them the creative leeway um to kind of make their business idea uh, come to life in a way that pins and construction paper can help them do just as a way um of helping them use that creativity they have um and show us some things that maybe we don't see about ourselves as adults, which is so cool. And we also have healthy snacks on there. Okay. So we give snacks and food um, every club meeting. Um, and we would love for them not to have like Twizzlers and Doritos because that's the stuff that they would pick for themselves sometimes. Right. <laughs> but, right. But we want to This is the also, mom in you, for sure. This <laughs> is for absolutely sure. the mom. Sure. But I'll tell you, they really appreciate having the stuff that we bring for them. And so, um, you know, they're whatever we bring, they're appreciative. So, you know, if it's apples and oranges, they're going to be appreciative. And we know that has better value for them in terms of health um, than Doritos and Twizzlers. But we have those as well. Well, and I, I and <laughs> in all things, kids or adults, if you have food, they will come. So there's, yeah, that's a huge incentive to, to make them come. Uh, what's it like working with Cher Charlotte and your the Shop for Good? What, why do you like working with them? Yes. Shout out to Melissa and team. Cher Charlotte has been doing some really great work for a long time. We've been involved with them in various capacities for a number of years. And I just really appreciate how they are trying to help people find the opportunities to do the good that they want to do. So it's whatever you're interested in, whatever you want to be involved in, whatever you feel like you can do to make the most impact. There's an organization that is right uh, down your alley. And uh, Cher Charlotte is helping to raise the profiles of 600 plus organizations, including ours, uh, as we serve kids to learn about entrepreneurship and financial literacy uh, to connect with people who have uh, interest in and who resonate with our our mission so yeah really appreciate them and their partnership so let's talk about you though so if i'm interested in learning more about money magnets club where do i go how do i get more information clearly you're on social media yes absolutely. <laughs> but yes so what's your handle what's your website what's all that yes the power of the network so all of our Social networks can be accessed through our website, moneymagnetsclub.org. We also have a volunteer interest form. So if you want to do one-off, community-based, tabling kinds of events that we have, there are opportunities for that. If you like to do more skilled volunteering, we have financial literacy facilitators. We have guest entrepreneurs if you have your own business and you love to share your experience with our kids. We have um, opportunities for that. Um, if you 
you know, we call uh, call them the vision keepers. If you'd love to become a vision keeper for our organization and join our board, it's an 18-month commitment. Um, we have opportunity for you to express interest there. So, again, moneymagnetsclub.org has all the things. So volunteering, I mean, that's uh, that's awesome. So uh, if you're, you're an entrepreneur, if you have all these ideas, if you have knowledge that you can share, you can – I'm guessing they can come to you, even if they don't know how to teach or anything like that. They'll come to you. You give them the information, and then they can use their examples. Well, here's the thing, right? So we talk about social capital in our group, right? Kids may have a concept of entrepreneurship, but they certainly don't know every single way that entrepreneurship can look, right? And think about all the things that are happening just in the last few years that you can have a business in that you might not have even been able to have a business in five years ago. So we have people come and talk about who they are, how who they are fueled this idea that they had and how this idea became a reality for them. Um, And it's wonderful because... People either get really clear on what they want to say about themselves, because in order to talk to a five-year-old about what you do, you have to get really clear, or they just have a blast because the kids are, they ask very astute questions, probably too probative at some time, but also (laughs) they're very curious. We let people know that in advance. Um, But they have a great audience, and they're extremely forgiving. So however you feel about your (laughs) speech, yes, they will appreciate that you came to spend time with them. Well, I appreciate you spending time with us. We really hope that this helps you um, get everything that you need. Money Magnets Club, great organization. Um, You can cross some items off the nonprofits list by going to sharecharlotte.org. And clicking on Shop for Good on the top navigation bar. From there, you can scroll through the organization's list or you can search for a specific one you're interested in helping, like Money Magnets Club. And if you know anyone like Alexandra who is doing good in our community, let me know. Tell me about someone or a nonprofit organization that should be heard on Do Good Charlotte. Reach out to me, Pamela Escobar, on social media. I'm Reporter Pam on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Or go to the Queen City Podcast Network page and fill out the contact form for Do Good Charlotte. A big thanks to Share Charlotte. Make sure you use the hashtag DoGoodCLT and head to ShareCharlotte.org to find nonprofits looking for your help. There's good all around us. Let's hear about it. QueenCityPodcastNetwork.com.